You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, welcome in. This is Wes Mills for the Mosaic Weekly for the week of Wednesday, April 28th. And today, I've got the great privilege and joy of having Ben Walls here with me. Hey, Ben, how's it going? Hello, Wes. It's going great. It's been a long time since I've seen you. Yeah, I know. It's been a real long time. (laughs) Uh, So last week, Ben talked about really the, the doctrine of the priesthood of all believers and this concept that we are all in. Every one of us, there is no JV and varsity. There is no org chart. There is no hierarchy Uh, There really isn't a a class between pastors and lay people, but the fact that we are all empowered by the same spirit towards the same mission. And so it really reminded me actually of a a quote by Leslie Newbegin, who was a former missionary to India from England. But when he came back from England, one of the things that he said uh, was that he was startled by the fact that he had left England because he thought they were all evangelized. Uh, and he came back and realized, no, 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 he just left th- left them, and he came back, and they were post-evangelized. Uh, and so he had this quote, believers participate in Christ's priesthood, not within the walls of the church, but in the daily business of the world. So this idea of everyone being all in. And so, Ben, over the last year, uh, you have felt a particular call to be sent out to a particular group of people. So who who are those people? Who are you sent out to? Yeah, uh, Fulton High School players uh, on the baseball team. And, and, and talk about how that particular call came about. So I never saw myself really in this role. I think that's important to say because even though I grew up playing baseball, uh, I stopped following baseball after after high school. I was just trying to set my life up in a way where I was more focused on families and young adults of the local church ministry, um, not necessarily so much on youth, but I was involved with uh, youth and high school students before with Young Life. So I've had experience, but that just wasn't in the plan to go back to high school students. Uh, so, but over the last year, Nathan Myers, um, a guy in our mosaic body, he and I have been able to connect over baseball. And so we're both baseball guys. It's really fun to talk about games and players and stuff like that. After a few weeks of talking with him, it became really evident to me where his heart was and how he viewed baseball in the community as the way to reach the community. He saw it as a mission. Um, And Nathan is the head coach of the Whittle Springs Middle School baseball team. And he also coaches with our friend Kyle Bakel, who works in Emerald, um, yeah, they, but they both have invested so much time and so much energy into this community directly through the game of baseball. So we would talk about schedules and games and players, and it was at that time that I realized that Nathan really does know his players. He knows their lives and their families. Um, and so one day he reached out to me and said that his friend who coached at Fulton needed extra help for this season and I responded to the email and the next week I was a Knox County school part-time employee. And so been there ever since. And we're about to wrap the books up on season one. 
Hmm. That's great. That's really good. So looking back then on the season, on the year, uh, even before the season officially started, what would you say has been one of the more rewarding things for you? I really do think that for whatever reason, uh, God has given me a gift of relating with high schoolers. Um, they seem to trust me. They seem to respond to my presence being in where they already are. And so, right, me and you have kind of talked about this before, but it's like a bridge. I'm in the sweet spot of being young enough to, uh, <laughs> the sweet spot of being young enough to be cool to them and to be able to relate and know what's going on at the very least, but also being an adult to them, to 15 and 16 year olds. I'm, I'm way older than them, they think. So, yeah, like the most rewarding part was definitely when we played Kingston a couple, about a, probably about a month ago. We, uh, it was an away game and we got blown out by like 13. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> like 13 to zero. And so we got back on the bus to come back home and small conversations began, began happening. And um, we talked the entire way from Kingston parking lot to the Fulton High School parking lot. In that conversation, I, I, I think that the players started to believe what we had been talking about the entire season. They started to believe things that the coaches had been saying, started to believe things about themselves. Some things started to click. And that, that, that's how I'm measuring this thing, right? This is not a, I, don't, I didn't come to Fulton to win baseball championships. No one, no one should ever do that. Um, but I'm gauging the reward of the fruit. Like I'm, I'm seeing that fruit in the conversations that we have. And so I was able to facilitate the conversation on the bus in a way that I had not done for the previous seven months. Able to listen and encourage them. Also able to understand where they're coming from. A lot of these players, they aren't heard um, in the dugout. A lot of these players probably aren't the best. They um, might not be heard in the classroom. But in that bus ride, I genuinely think that things started to click. Um, and I was able to have a front row seat at that. And so, yeah, I was just able to listen to them as not only high school students and not only as baseball players, but also as people and as image bearers. And able to bridge that gap a little bit. Yeah, that's sweet. What would you say is one of the more unexpected or challenging things that you've come across the past year? Yeah, unexpected is a good word. Probably the most unexpected part of the, the season this year has been the, the reality that they are scared to fail. And that translates to a lot of things. Um, but they have walls around every inch of their heart that they are not going to let down very easily. They have, they have been used by people. They have experienced things in our life. They have, people have demanded things from them. And so they have this, I got me mindset. Like, I am going to take care of myself because I... Do not believe that I can trust anybody else to do that. And so, right, you, you walk into a dugout with 15 high schoolers and almost all of them have that exact same mindset, very independent. And so you're kind of on the, the outer edge of their lives already. And you hope by 
you know, the first game that's, that's gone, but it's, it's not. And you realize that that is something that they have built themselves and they are proud to be protected from people that could, um, that could leave them. And so that's been unexpected in the way that they have responded to people trying to come into their lives. Um, but you see it every day at practice. You see it every game, um, whether it's a explosion uh, of, of just emotions where they can't really process it all at one time. And so you genuinely don't know what you're going to get, whether it's mad or sad or like throwing the helmet or cussing you out or like it, it, it displays itself in a lot of ways, but they are so scared to mess up that they all, they are always in survival mode and always ready to put one up on you and always ready to, to never do anything foolish or that would be wrong. That would put them in a submissive state. Like they would never do anything like that because that is weakness and that is too much for them. They, they can't, they can't handle that. And so you have on the flip side, always ready, always, um, always ready to go. And so, yeah, I think that was just unexpected. Definitely. When I came in, I was expecting, uh, high school students, not kind of a competition. Yeah, that's great. No, that's really good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what, what have you learned? I think this past year, just being committed to this particular, uh, corner of Knoxville. Yeah, the the thing that I've experienced in the past year is the importance of the long game. Meaning that the value of commitment and the value of honesty in one place will last way longer than a baseball win will. Um, there, there's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that come with the long game, and and trust is at the probably at the top of that list. I mean, how cool is it? How cool would it be if if I was walked with and and got to know a freshman right now and saw him until he graduated high school? And not that I have to be the best in his life. Like I don't have to be the best friend or the best coach or have the right words or know when exactly I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do. But what if he gets to the end of high school and he's like, yeah, Ben's just kind of always been there. Like he's just always been able to, I've been able to talk to him. He's asked about me. I know about him. And there's just power in that. That I, Even thinking back to my own life, people that have just kind of always been there, not really this prominent figure. And I imagine that if I let them, then they would have been, but they've just always been a, sta- a stable presence. Um, and man, that that's really the goal. Um, but I think I've just seen the importance of it. Um, in kids' lives that have had barely any stability, how important stable presence uh, can be. Hmm. You know, I was having a conversation with someone uh, a few weeks back, and they were asking, you know, what, h- how are you going to make uh, a significant dent? How can I, they even ask, and they don't even live in the community. They're saying, how, how can I make a significant dent and impact in um, a community like North Knoxville or South Knoxville or East Knoxville or even West Knoxville for that matter. Um, and honestly, I, I wasn't sure what to say, but in the moment, it just kind of came to me where I said, you know, I think maybe sticking around for the next 10 years would be a good start. And I think genu- g- genuinely 
there is no silver bullet, but there is a dent that will happen when you plant yourself in a space for a significant period of time. So whether that's through the course of a kid's high school career um, or uh, through the course of a decade or two of sustained long game ministry uh, that I think that we will, we will see a significant impact in our community. So thank you for uh, sustaining a very strange COVID baseball infused season. Um, and I think that is a really sweet thing. And also who knows what the Lord will do with it over the next season, over the next few seasons. Uh, but it's a really sweet thing that uh, the intersection of, of faith and the baseball diamond has come to fruition in your life. Uh, and you've modeled kind of this idea of the priest of all believers really well. So thanks for your faithfulness uh, and your commitment to our neighborhood. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Thank you.